0: Hey guys, It's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I'm so delighted that you're here with me today. Today, I'm going to be talking about self-compassion. What is it and how do you practice it? We hear this word being thrown around all of the time. You have to have self-compassion. You need to be compassionate to yourself. What does that even mean? And how do you practice self-compassion? I think for most of us, we kind of get the idea of what it means to have self-compassion. means that you are kind to yourself and you give yourself the patience and the grace that you would give someone else. That's really easy to say. It's not so easy to do or to practice. Self-compassion is super important. But we all have moments where we forget that we need to practice self-compassion and we get angry with ourselves. How many times have you done something and two seconds later, like immediately after you do the thing, you regret it. And you're like, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. I should have known better. I'm an idiot. I get what I deserve. We've all done that. We've all been there. And it doesn't just extend to that, but those are the examples that I think of the most when I think of having self-compassion. It's those times when we realize, I made a big mistake and I should have known better, instead of beating ourselves up over and over again. And here's the tricky part, it's replaying it in your mind over and over and over again until you're driving yourself crazy. Like you're creating your own suffering and your own mental prison by replaying it over and over again in your head. And I understand this. I have had to learn self-compassion a lot lately because when my mom was sick, there were times when I would get super frustrated with her and there were times when I would say, you're not doing enough or you're not fighting hard enough, or, you're not doing this. And I didn't know at all what it was like from her perspective, right? Right? I needed to put myself in her shoes a little more, and I had a hard time doing that because I was just concerned with what we were seeing in front of us and that was actually maybe going on. So after the fact, all of us, every single one of us, have had moments where we're like, I should have done this. I should have said that. If only I had done this. The truth is, everyone has a time. In their chart, when it's their time to go. And if it's not your time to go, there is nothing that can take you. And if it is your time to go, there is nothing that can stop it. That is our destiny. That is life. That's what it's all about. So we have to let go of this idea, or at least my family, I'm speaking when I say we, I'm speaking about us we have to let go of this idea that there was something we could have done differently or we should have done differently because we cannot go back and change the past. Do we have more information now that could possibly help if we know that this happens in the future? Yes, we do. So how do you live with that information and say, okay, there's nothing I can do about the past because this is ultimately what it's about. When you make those decisions, when you make the bad choices, when you do something and you're like, ah, I should have known better, you can't go back and change the past. So stop replaying it. Stop going back and imagining what would have happened differently if you had done something differently. You cannot change the past. And you don't know that it would have been different if you had. If you had acted differently, it would have turned out this way, you don't know that for sure. Instead, you can use it as constructive To say in the future I would do this better. But you have to let go of this shame. And the guilt. And the beating yourself up. Because there's nothing that that is going to do to help you. And there's nothing that you can do to change what already happened. As much as we would love to get a DeLorean. And fly back into the future. No you can't go back to the past. You can't go back and change anything about it. So the whole woulda, shoulda, all of that, it's not productive. And all it's doing is making you miserable. And it's keeping you stuck in like this shame cycle. It's keeping you stuck where you are, making you feel badly. When the reality is, we have to experience moments where we go, oh, that was stupid. Why? Because it teaches us lessons. Because we know in the future, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to do this differently. I mean, Think about a baby or a toddler. If a toddler goes and let's say the toddler starts walking and the toddler goes and touches a hot stove, you're going to panic and freak out and they're going to get hurt. But it's not going to be life-threatening. And they'll learn not to do that again. But do we sit and criticize the toddler and say, why did you do that? You're an idiot. You should never do that again. No, we don't do that. Of course we don't do that. Our first thought is, oh my gosh, are you okay? And we soothe them, or at least that's what's supposed to happen, is you soothe them. Are you okay? It's going to be okay. You'll be all right. And you may say like, oh, you can't do that because it's hot. They learn but we don't shame them somewhere we've picked up that we're supposed to have the shame when we make mistakes. and That's why we need to really understand that self-compassion means that we treat ourselves the way we would treat that little toddler, or we treat ourselves the way we would treat our most, our dearest, most beloved friend. Would you chew your friend out for making a mistake? No, you would not, and if you did, you probably would not be a very good friend. You would have compassion. You would listen to whatever happened, and you might say like, oh yeah, you probably shouldn't have done that, but I understand we all make mistakes. You would show that person compassion, and that is what self-compassion means. It means treat yourself like you would treat someone that you treasured and adored because you should treasure and adore yourself. And we'll get into more of that on different episodes on self love. We've got to build that. But you should be treating yourself like you love yourself, like you adore yourself. Allow yourself to make mistakes, mistakes are not fatal. Yes, sometimes they can be extremely detrimental, like if you make a financial mistake or something like that. But allow yourself the grace to make a mistake and just be able to wave it off and say, okay, well, I tried that. That didn't work. Not, okay, you're an idiot. You deserve to die. No, that's not how you should be treating yourself. You're human, and everyone else is human too. Sometimes you trust people that you shouldn't trust. That's not always your fault either. We shouldn't always be putting up guards around ourselves. What we should tell ourselves is that if I trust that person and they let me down, well then I know I can't trust them again. It was a lesson. Move on. And if you see similar behavior in someone else, you know that's a red flag. Move on. But don't Blame yourself because this person betrayed you. And I know people will say, well, you betrayed yourself too by trusting. But how are we going to learn? We have to learn somehow who we can trust and who we cannot trust. Don't beat yourself up if you trusted somebody and they let you down. That happens, that happens a lot care for yourself like you would care for someone else, too. If you had a sick friend, what would you do? You'd be like, stay home and rest, and I'm going to come and bring you soup, and I'm going to bring you, you know, Gatorade or whatever you need. I will be right there, and I have all this stuff. Well, you need to do that for yourself, too. As a teacher, I can tell you that before COVID happened, I would have to almost be on my deathbed to take a sick day from actually being sick, Because it was harder to make sub-plans and to do all of that. We have to take care of ourselves. If this pandemic has taught us anything, it is to be compassionate with your own health. If you're not feeling well, listen to your body. Stay home. Cancel those plans if you need to. Go get in bed and rest. Eat nourishing food. Whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better. And don't feel guilty about it. That's the whole thing. We've got this guilt thing. Here's another thing. We commit ourselves to obligations, things that we don't want to do because we don't want to say no. Another way of having self-compassion is to honor how you're feeling. If you don't want to do something, say, I don't want to do it. I definitely have had experience where I've overbooked myself. I've said yes to too many things And then at the end of the week, I'm exhausted, I'm crabby, I'm frustrated, I'm just irritated because I am tired. I have done way too many things. So you have to learn also how to have a healthy balance and how to say no. No is a complete sentence and it's not a bad word. How to say no when you don't want to do something. You know, if your family says, we're all going to get together and we want to have this big thing and if it's not a good time for you say that oh i would love to have a family get together but this week doesn't work for me i simply cannot do it i have committed myself to too many things i don't have time to do one more thing or you know if your family's toxic and you don't want to get together with them again no is a complete sentence i can't do it you don't have to give an excuse although most of us think we need to The problem with giving an excuse is that then you have to come up with one and then you're like, does it sound legit? Just, you don't have to give an excuse. Just, no, I can't. Sorry. It's a complete sentence. So give yourself compassion. And of course, affirmations are always a good thing. But if those don't work for you, if you feel silly using affirmations, there are things called releasing statements. And what these are is If you catch yourself thinking, for example, I'm a horrible person for getting upset and yelling at that person. Instead, once you think that thought, say to yourself, no, I'm only human. It's okay that I felt upset. It was a natural response for me to be upset. And then we can work on, but I don't have to get upset in the future. Is getting upset really helping me in this situation? No, maybe I shouldn't get upset in the future. But you know what? You're a human being, and it's natural for you to feel emotions. I was raised in a home where screaming was natural because if something didn't go your way, you'd just get upset and you would scream. I didn't like it, and growing up, I realized I didn't want to be that way, but it took a long time for me to realize that. I would explode when things didn't go my way, And then afterwards, I would feel really stupid for having, like, gotten so upset about things. And what I had to do was, at first, I had to acknowledge that, yeah, I explode when I get upset about things. Or I let little things bother me, and they pile up and pile up and pile up, and then I explode. And I don't like that. So I had to learn how to deal with that. For me, it was acknowledging the little things first. Like, don't just let things slide, acknowledge, and if somebody bothers you, tell them, like, what you did upset me. And then, instead of exploding when something happens that I don't like, taking a breath and asking myself, is this going to matter? Is this going to matter in a week? Is this going to matter in a month? And for all of those things, when I look back, um, times where I used to get upset, they were always about things that would not have made a difference the very next day. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. So I've learned to just let it go, take a breath, think of something else. And that is what's helped me to keep and maintain my composure even now when people say things to me that are upsetting. I just take a breath and I think about it. Does this matter? If it does matter, is there something I can do about it? Well, what can I do? You can think more logically and reasonably when we're not in that emotional state and super upset okay to acknowledge our shortcomings too. Like, yeah, I know that I am sometimes quick tempered and I need to work on that and that's okay. So acknowledge when things aren't necessarily going your way. You know, you have these shortcomings like, okay, I know that I'm, I'm quick to lose my temper. I need to work on that. That's okay. Like have compassionate with yourself about it. I know that I tend to procrastinate. I need to work on that. That's okay. I am working on that. Practice mindfulness techniques, you know. Mindfulness is super helpful. It can take us out of that flight or fight mode. It can help us to really learn how to be patient with ourselves. Again, those affirmations are great. Doing meditations. Gratitude. Gratitude is so important it really is we can focus on one thing being terrible like for example this morning my dog decided at five thirty that it was time to play and to get my attention he started banging on like this metal thing and i get up like what is going on it was an hour before i had to get up for work so i was not happy with him because he decided that it was time to play And he does not, he never does this. I don't know what the deal was this morning, but he was ready to play. I had to get up, and it was way too early, and he's just happy to see me. So I opened the door thinking maybe he had to go to the bathroom, maybe that was why. He went outside, just stood there. He didn't. He just wanted to be up, wanted me to get up. So I patted him, hugged him, went back to bed, and I was really crabby. And I could have let that ruin my entire day, but that's the thing. We can focus on the negative and let it spiral and take us down that rabbit hole. Or we can decide that no, we're gonna focus on something that is good and see what happens when we do that. Like when what you focus on shifts, the things that you see shift also. It's just the way it is. It's so important to be mindful and to be present And to think about what we're really thinking about. What are we allowing ourselves to think about? Where are our thoughts going every day? Because the negative stuff, it's not helping us. It's just keeping you in a mental prison because you feel terrible when we think about bad things. And for the things that happened in the past, there's nothing you can do about that anymore. So we have to decide That we're going to take the lesson, but we're going to move forward and try to live a life that makes us happy. It's a choice. It is. Whether you realize that or not, we cultivate our thoughts and then our thoughts cultivate the world that we see around us. super important to try to keep your thoughts in check. And the last thing is... Do kind things for yourself. What would you tell a friend if they were having a bad day? You might go get them a cup of coffee. You might tell them to go get a massage. Well, imagine that you're that friend. If you're having a bad day, what can you do to make it better? Is there anything you can do to make it better? One time, my sister posted on Facebook like, Oh, my day is starting great. I just spilled my coffee all over myself. And my cousin saw that on Facebook and she texted me and said, what kind of coffee does your sister drink? What would she drink from Starbucks? Thought it was kind of weird when she said that, but it's like, okay. She went and got my sister a cup of coffee from Starbucks and took it to her so that she would be able to have a better day. Isn't that so nice? It's so nice. So thoughtful. We can do that to ourselves, right? If we're having a bad day. What would make my day better? You know what? Ice cream would make my day better. I want some ice cream. I'm going to get myself some ice cream. A cup of coffee would make me feel better. I'm going to go do that. So what would make you happy? Pay attention to what makes you happy. And when you're having a bad day, do more of those things that make you happy. We have to actively cultivate a life that makes us happy. All right, guys. Well, I hope that you are practicing self-compassion. I wanted to pull a card for you today, and the card that I pulled is watch your thoughts. It's important to only think about what you desire, not what you fear. And the second card is you are on the right path. Keep doing what you're doing because it's working. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.